If you're listening, you've officially checked in. We've created a podcast to give you an exclusive peek into our discussion of subjects that sit heavy on our soul. Sharing our raw experiences, faults, and growth. Being our authentic selves in our purest form in hopes that we encourage you to push through your own journey. So here we are, giving you all of us. No No secrets, no lies, just bills. I'm Sarah. And I'm Swaya. Welcome Welcome to Soul Spills. Welcome back to another Soul Spills Sunday. This is Sarah. And this is Swaya. And today we're going to be talking about navigating conflicts. Yes. Conflicts can be a little uncomfortable. I think we all, like conflicts are inevitable in life. We um, encounter conflicts with friends, family, coworkers, even people we don't know. I think navigating conflicts is an essential life skill that we all have to learn and adapt to if we want to like succeed to the next level because we literally uh, encounter conflicts everywhere. Yeah, I think it's just a process of growing. The most important part about conflicts is learning how to handle them right and when you don't handle them right, learning where you went wrong and then growing from that. And it's not to beat yourself up for handling them wrong, but I think the most important part is just learning the lesson because each conflict comes with a lesson. And conflicts don't always have to be negative. You don't always have to view conflicts as arguments and like just this, I think there's a negative stigma around conflicts. I think conflicts can be differences that lead to a mutual understanding which helps the relationship grow. I think that's how you handle it in a healthy way. How do you handle conflicts? When you feel something, a friend, a partner, somebody in your life just does something that doesn't sit right with you, how, what's your initial approach? Now that I'm older, I feel like I realize how to con- handle conflict better is approaching it the right way, basically setting the tone. I think setting the tone is very important because that really creates a space of whether that person is going to listen to you or not. If you're coming at them, you know, in a negative way or, or um, and then there's also a difference too. If you're coming at them with destructive criticism and not constructive criticism, that would make somebody feel the way, a different way too. It's, mm-hmm. and if, whether they allow themselves to receive it or not. Because if you're talking to somebody and you're talking to them down, talking down on them instead of talking to them, no one's gonna listen to you. And I realized when I was younger, I would talk with emotions. Mm-hmm. When you're talking with emotions, you're not going to get your point across, whether you're right or wrong. No one's going to listen to you because you're not making them feel comfortable. So now I make sure to set a tone. Set a tone, and I think always talking face-to-face or, um, yeah, anything face-to-face, not... Not text. Yeah, not text. Everything gets misconstrued, miscommunicated. Yeah. You don't know how somebody's saying anything. And it could be a positive tone, but because it's constructive criticism or just a, a topic that's uncomfortable you, people will assume it's negative when it's not so it's just better to talk to face to face I think it's also a respect thing like not handling I think if a situation holds weight out of respect for the other party you should have that conversation face to face because then you both have an equal platform over text it's like you don't know what the other person's doing when you send the text um, there's just so many factors that go into it I think just the most healthy, mature way to handle a conflict is to just have a conversation about it face to face. And I think what you said, setting the tone, approaches everything. I think that's one thing I've learned is how you approach a, situ- a situation determines how the rest of it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You're, if you approach it positively, then you're going to have a positive, you're basically creating a platform. So if it's a platform that's based on, okay, 
product productivity and constructive criticism and you both want to get somewhere then that platform is going to take you somewhere better but if you come at it full of emotions full of negativity then that platform is going to crumble because you don't even have a platform really and honestly that's one thing i'm learning the most right now because this past year has been filled with conflicts for me and i learned that my approach really does set the tone and i've approached a million situations full of emotion and a million times that situation has just fallen out of my control and it has ended badly i think in my relationship the most that's when i let my emotions run free i feel like i have the least self-control self-control when it comes to conflicts in my relationship i think i initially approach it filled with attitude when something's bothering me and then i expect it to go your way yeah yeah i I expect the conversation to go my way because i feel like i have a reason to have this attitude and i feel like i'm entitled to these feelings when really like that's just not that's not the case no one deserves to put up with your attitude like no one deserves to be come at in um, a way that makes them feel less than just because you have a reason to be mad basically it's like two wrongs don't don't make it right yeah exactly Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm learning to find the balance between okay my emotions are valid and how should i bring this across to the other person i think i either feel too much or too little i either convey so much emotion or no emotion at all like i either dive head first into the argument or i withdraw completely and the in between is the answer really exactly i mean it's the perfect answer of you're allowed to have the emotion you're allowed to feel this way but as long as you direct it correctly Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and i think that's why it's important not to hold things in too like with my relationship I feel like when we get into it, I'm like the person like, oh, okay, like what an attitude, you know, which I'm trying to learn to, like you said, not have an attitude so I can set the tone, mm-hmm. you know, but I think he will like, my boyfriend will sweep things under the rug. Internalize things. And or because he feels like it's not that big mm. or, and I, for me, and then it just creates a bigger problem yeah. in the end because you're sweeping things under the rug. Like one day you're gonna trip over that rug. You know, it's gonna be keep creating a bigger and bigger problem. We have to talk. Mm-hmm. I don't like to sweep things under the rug because I know I'm always I'm gonna get mad about it again. You yeah. know, so I think that helps us to so much better. But we agreed that to talk when we're in a better sp- like space, better space. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we have to go take a walk or do whatever we have to do, then to come back and be like, okay let's have the conversation so where do right. we need to go wrong like okay let's talk about it and then you're in a better space to talk about it. now you can actually hear each other out because when you're upset or you want to talk right away which i learned too because he doesn't like to talk right away and i do but sometimes people do need space mm-hmm. before right after argument you can't just talk five minutes because you're still harboring those feelings you're still feeling that way you're still gonna have that tone in your voice you gotta take space away from each other come back again and say okay now let's have the conversation yeah I think trying to headbutt each other with your emotions is just it's going to lead to a disaster and it's going to create a bigger mess than it would if you just separate and that that's honestly like such a major life key i'm learning is if you feel something you don't need to talk about it right then and there it's okay if you feel something and then process how you feel and deliver it to the person in a way that makes it easy for them to digest Mm -hmm. rather than feeling so much and oh my god i need to talk about this right here right now because that's definitely my problem i feel so much and then i when it comes to relationships i feel so much and then i feel like i need to talk about it right here right now because i don't want to feel this way anymore same but really that's up to me how i feel it's not up to my partner to dictate my feelings and take away my feelings and make it better like that's my own responsibility i have to make myself feel better and then leave him with what he can control 
bring whatever it is that's not sitting right with me to him in a way that we can actually get somewhere because it's really useless to just come at somebody full of emotions and I think outside of relationships too um, I think I have a very different approach with conflicts when it comes to relationships and then when it comes to everybody else because I don't know why but I just I know I'm more comfortable expressing emotions in a relationship yeah that's because that's who you're with <laughs> that's what you're yeah. with 24-7 you know what I mean like I can feel like oh, I could just yell at Keys, oh, like you know what I mean. Right. But I can't just yell at my friends like that, right? You know, and so yeah, I, which I don't like because I don't want to feel and like it's not fair, right? I don't want to feel like my partner's my punching bag just because I'm comfortable with them. Exactly, that's I, I could admit that I've done that before. Like no, I could I admit too. that, like Keith has actually told me, "You treat your friends better than you treat me," and I mm-hmm. had to be like, "No, I don't. No, I don't." And I, oh, they don't give me the problems you do, or but right. no, when it comes to conflict, I do. You right. know, I you have more self control. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, and I, that's not right, so... No, it's not. Yeah. I, I think that's something that, like, I don't think it's unique to us. I think a lot of people experience more comfortability in a relationship, so they let their emotions run wild. And mm-hmm. without realizing, okay, you need to reel it in because you wouldn't go off on your friend like that. You wouldn't go off on your mom like that. So let's have some self-control and treat our partners with respect because they deserve it too. Because if roles were switched, we wouldn't want to be somebody's punching bag. Exactly. And... Yeah, so that's why I'm just learning to find the balance because outside of my relationship, when it comes to my family or my friends, I just withdraw completely. Like, I just went through it with my mom a couple weeks ago, and the initial reaction I had is we literally just ignored each other completely, like zero contact, zero communication. And I think that's where my body runs to whenever I'm approached with uncomfortable feelings, whenever I'm approached with, okay, this relationship, uh, it's having some issues. My coping mechanism is... When there's conflicts, I withdraw. And that's an attempt to protect my feelings and then also just hide from them at the same time. Hide from them because I don't know how to navigate them. I know the only way I'm familiar with navigating my feelings is to lash out and get out of control. And I don't want to get like that, so I don't know how else to do it. That's something I'm currently learning. I'm currently improving on. It's something I need help with, honestly. It's it's not easy knowing what to do with emotions. Emotions are very powerful. And then it's hard to separate emotions and logic. So I'm just looking for ways to healthily deliver my feelings to somebody and accept theirs too. It also has a lot to do with, about the way that we're brought up and how our parents navigated through conflict or and um, within each other as a you know as mom and dad their relationships and also with us you know how mm-hmm. they spoke to us and um, how they navigated conflict mm-hmm. like how you said your example is pretty much you and your mom's relationship and I feel like you're doing that because that's where you learned that from that's true you know um, me navigating through conflict I feel like in the beginning before trying to learn to set the tone I didn't because my parents argued they cursed, they shouted, they yelled when they were mad. They spoke with emotion, and they didn't think about speaking with love. I think when you speak the, with love, like, people can feel that, and it makes them feel so much more comfortable, and, like, they yeah. can just be themselves in um, the conversation, and they can really f- tell you how they feel. When you speak through love, people can feel that. Mm, yeah. You know, they can feel if you're being genuine or not. Um, and I think I a lot of people question, too, when they're feeling criticized, who is this this criticism coming from? Does this person actually care about me? Or they're just talking crap to me? You know, I think people yeah. kind of get stuck in between that. So um, thinking about who it's coming from, you kind of realize like, okay, damn, I know this person has my best interest. So I know they're, they're telling me, you know, all the good things. They're just wanting me to grow. You know, you can take it that way. 
um, if it's received that way, if they're they're talking to you with love and, and yeah. it's simple. So it's hard to, because when you were growing mm-hmm. up and like these are the things our parents are instilling in us, mm-hmm. you know, these are what we're taught, you know, they're creating their own child. We're basically the product of them. Oh, yeah. So when we're growing up, it's hard to take that out of like move backwards and take that out of your system and in your learning process and learn something new mm-hmm. because of, this is the way we were brought up it yeah. was hard for me to stop talking you know so aggressive and um feeling like my voice has to be louder just for you to listen when really you're never going to listen at all just because i'm raising my voice and um that i think I really didn't realize it until I got into a relationship where I actually cared about the opinions of someone else. Because with friends, um, I pretty much would just let it go. Like if it's something to where I feel like, okay, I'd rather just not talk to you again, I won't even tell you about it and just distance myself. Um, If you're not really somebody I I talk to every day anyway, you know? But if you're someone I I talk to every day, I feel like I would be more direct and telling them because this is somebody I want in my life. So if it's somebody I want in my life, I'm going to make sure to make them feel okay. Right. Yeah, I think that's when you determine if it's worth it or not. Mm-hmm. If it's worth keeping this person around because then you do have to work through this problem. Or if it's not worth the relationship, then it's like, okay, just forget it and let it go completely. And I think being talked to with love, like you were saying, that's huge because when you're talked to with love, your guard isn't up. And when your guard is up, you don't listen. So mm-hmm. when you approach somebody out of love, that allows them to receive the message better. When you think about how you were raised and how you grew up, that's also huge because it's our job to unlearn any bad habits we picked up along the way. It's our job to determine, okay, do we want to live a life that lines up with our values or do we want to live a life that lines up with our parents' values and their bad habits? Do we want to just c- carry that on? And I think most of us wouldn't want that. So that's why it's important to evaluate how we were raised. And when I think about it, I know I've mentioned this before, I feel like I was raised without much of a voice. And that's why I feel like I kind of silenced my voice when it comes to my relationships and my problems and my feelings and my emotions. Because I've just kind of been raised to feel like my emotions are too much. So I don't want to burden somebody else with how I'm feeling because I feel like the habits that I've found in my life is that my feelings are too much and they're not valid. So let me just keep it to myself and go over here and keep it um, super under the rug. Hmm. But like you said, that's that's not right because that's just going to lead to a volcano. Just imagine your mind just going through all these problems you're feeling and you're not able to let them out. You yeah. know what I mean? That's you just like harboring feelings, harboring feelings. And really like that beats you down inside. Yeah. Whether it's something big, small, it doesn't matter. You right. know, it's going to keep cre- yeah. becoming bigger inside and that it like eventually causes hurt, you know? Yeah. And then you're creating your own suffering, big or small, because even if it's the smallest problem, if you're constantly just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, overthinking it, never letting it out, even the smallest problems can become big. And then that leads to resentment and resentment mm. is such an ugly thing to carry. It's so ugly. It's like, um, what's that saying? Drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. It doesn't do you any good to carry resentment towards somebody just because you're you don't know how to navigate the conflict with them yeah i think once you get to that point you have to like blame it on yourself because you never communicated you know mm-hmm. like a lot of things that i felt like i kept inside and i didn't say because i was like oh whatever it's just i don't even feel like arguing you know like i don't even want to get there and then i kept it inside and kept it aside and then i feel like i want to explode but i had to get mad at myself like well i didn't even let him know like you know mm-hmm. i didn't even tell him it was a problem now i'm just walking around him giving him an m attitude and it's just it's not right and he's like 
what did I do? You know, yeah. but really it's something he did two months ago. <laughs> you know, and I think, like you said, um, the way you're brought up, you're pretty much taught that, you know, your emotions are, are too much. I feel like I was brought up to speak my mind, but I wasn't brought up. They didn't tell me how to share my voice. Like they allowed me to have a voice and never to you know how to convey it yeah not speak about it and I think that was like okay I have a voice but no how do you share your voice is that a bad habit you would say you have when it comes to conflict not anymore um I think before yeah yeah I just feel like even if I'm right I just I didn't set a right tone for anybody Mm -hmm. to listen to me and I at that point I have to blame myself if I didn't set the tone for someone to be willing to receive it then I started off with a bad start. I yeah. can't be mad at them because they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. You know, that's that's my fault. I set the wrong tone. I didn't open the door for them. Is there um, anything else you still struggle with? I don't know. I think within my relationship, I struggle with, when I feel some type of way, I like to say it right then and there. Because, not because I want to get heard, but because I want to be over the problem or, mm. you know, like I like to say it because I don't want to have this problem again. I want us to talk right to each other and I, I just want to get over it because I know I love yeah. you, you know, and I don't want to be here in this place. Right. It's not worth carrying yeah. it out. Yeah. So my problem might be to allow somebody, well, yeah, with with my boyfriend, allowing him to get space before we have the conversation. You know, um, but I think I pretty much read signs. If somebody needs space, I'll be like, okay, let me back it up a little bit. Let me, you know, because you can you can kind of feel the energy when somebody wants space or when someone's being distant. It's not hard to tell, especially if you're around this person all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that um, just allowing somebody to get space, but setting the tone, I think it's so much more easier for me. Also, because I have a child now. So yeah, all day. Yeah, I have like literally a toddler running around, and I have to say, "Oh, don't touch that." Nope, don't put that in your mouth. And I don't want to be a yelling mom mm. because I feel like um, that's how it was for me—yelling all the time, yelling all the time. I would be like, "Mom, why are you always yelling? Why can't you just say, you know? Yeah, why can't you do this, do this?" And um, I, I want to be different, and I want to be better. And yeah. I, if I'm yelling all the time at my son, he's not going to feel open to talk to me. Right. So when right. I tell him, no, babe, you can't have this. You can have a snack later, but you have to eat your meal first, you know? Um, then they'll understand. He'll be like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah. So I think um, that I, I, I finally got uh, down packed, but I think becoming a mother, that helped me to, like, get better right away. Yeah. Not get better like I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> Improve yourself. Improve right away. No, I think kids are the best teachers. I think they're the greatest teachers, and I always say this because it really teaches us, like, we have a walking reflection of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we can't hide from ourselves when we have kids. Another thing that I think is important besides being the person to initiate the conversation, because it's really hard, like, even with friends or us when we have conflicts or anything to initiate a conversation mm-hmm. because you don't want to feel like somebody is you don't want to f- the other person feel like you're talking down on them when really you're just telling some them something like simple for for them to grow you know i think it's important to just i think if you can go through conflicts you can have a real friendship yeah definitely but not just go through conflicts because i feel like a lot of people have messed up friendships where they shouldn't even have those kind of conflicts i mean yeah. going through conflicts to where you know how to talk to each other healthily yeah 
not and you realize, talk at each other. Yeah, and then you realize it wasn't really even a conflict because of how you spoke to each other. You yeah. know, it really wasn't that serious right. or something you were feeling. You were really overthinking, like, oh, it's not that serious. I could right. just talk to her. Yeah. You know, I think it's important. But being on the on the other end of the stick, I think it's important how you receive the information. Um, because if somebody's talking to you, it actions speak louder than words. So don't, somebody can know if they're already getting on your nerves with the first sentence. Like your body language. If you're just like, oh, yeah. well, like, uh, what? What do you have to say now? Mm-hmm. People see mm-hmm. that. You know, you have to be sitting there like, okay, open I understand. Yeah, open and ready. I understand so that people can feel heard. Right. And if you're listening to respond, you're oh. not listening at all. If you're listening to respond, you're not listening at all. Yeah. That's a great message. Because... I think about that all the time. I, I start overthinking situations to the point that I'm not really listening to what the person's saying. I'm in my head like, okay, let me think about how this is going to go. And then like, I realize, oh, I don't even know what you just said. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it is when it comes to, to my relationship. Which I realize, I don't know why there's such a difference. I, I'm so... Comfortable. You're comfortable with that person, so you can just really be yourself. Like, you're like... Then not I don't the, like not it about not, myself. Yeah, and then that's when you realize you have to grow. Like, you know, yeah. which is... Because, like they say, the closest person to you gets all the heat. Yeah. You know, you can have a bad day at work, but guess what? You're going to come home and probably be an asshole to your partner. Right. And it's and not fair. No, you that's know? fucked up. Um, it's not fair. So like, that's when you realize it. And once you pay attention to it and you start catching yourself, then it starts to becoming a, hab- a habit. And once it becomes a habit, then that's you. That's true. That's true because when you don't catch it, that's just a bad habit already just or running you don't course. care to catch it or if you yeah. don't care to catch it if you're this is you who don't want to change yeah you're right then that's you just you can't have healthy relationships if you don't care about your bad habits so i think catching it is huge and it's never an easy fix i think the most intimidating part about just conflicts in general and conflicts with ourselves is learning how to work through them and knowing you have these issues and that you have to like literally catch yourself at the door i think that's the hardest part because that requires so much self-control and it requires motivation to want to be better if you don't want to be better then you're not going to have the motivation to control yourself when you feel that anger pulling you in Mm -hmm. so i think it's just a huge process of growth and wanting better for yourself and caring about the relationships in your life and the people in your life and caring about the ways you your actions make them feel like, you don't want someone in your life to just constantly feel the negative sides of you. I mean, I know for me, I care about the people in my life way too much. I, I want them to feel the best parts of me because that's what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would deserve if it was vice versa. The resolution to conflicts really lies in yourself. It lies in your approach and it lies in your intentions behind your approach. If you generally want better for yourself and you know whoever it is in your life wants better too, then there's no reason why the two of you or three of you or four of you can't work through a conflict together and come to a mutual understanding and respect each other's feelings enough to honor whatever was brought to the table and not let it resurface in other ways. And my advice for today would be speak with love because that's what works for me. Um, Remembering and reminding yourself that you love this person and you have love for this person, friend, a sibling, relationship, parent, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Speak with love. When you speak with love, you're automatically setting that tone for the both of you. Thank you for tuning into Soul Spills. Follow us on Instagram at soul.spills to see our visuals and learn more about us. And follow us on Twitter at Soul Spills for daily soulful tweets. We'll tap in with you guys next week for another Soul Spills Sunday. Please.